0: The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's the calendar, December 9th through the 11th, and the 16th through the 18th, the Grand Rapids Ballet presents the Nutcracker at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 11th, Heather McMahon. And the Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 17th for King & Country. The Little Drummer Boy Christmas at Ben Andal Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 20th, Coco Mellon Live. The Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. December 21st, Chevy Chase Live. A Christmas Vacation Q&A with Chevy Chase following a screening of the movie. Christmas Vacation. That's at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 27th and 28th, it will be the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey Invitational at Vanandal Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Western Michigan, Michigan Tech, Michigan State, and Ferris State University all will be a part of it. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 29th, Jeff Dunham, the Still Not Cancelled Tour inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the HUGE Show. From the East Side to the West Side to the UP, the HUGE Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your HUGE opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. You ready? Yes. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper parts Studio with the HUGE one, Bill Simon.
1: What's up, Michigan? It's time for another DraftKings NFL Power Hour presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE uh, to get the hookups and you can get in on the action on the Lions-Vikings on Sunday, rest of the NFL Sunday night, Monday night. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE. Inside this NFL Power Hour, former Steelers running back Meryl Hodge will join us like he does each and every week. We'll look back at the Lions' win over the Jags and look ahead to the Vikings at the Lions on Sunday. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also a co host on the Detroit Lions podcast. His thoughts on the rest of the NFL and also the Lions and the Vikings on Sunday. If you have a Lions question, Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, or opt-in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Let's go check in with former Steelers running back Merrill Haas. He joins us each and every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. And we always start our conversations, Merrill, talking about the Lions and start to finish against Jacksonville, uh, scoring on every possession, something that is very rare in the NFL. And if you take away that 28-25 Thanksgiving Day loss to the Bills, this team uh, would be on a five-game win streak. They're now favored against ten and two Minnesota on Sunday in Detroit on the DraftKings Sportsbook Gap. Big Board, playing as good a football as anybody right now in the NFL.
2: Well, I, I agree with um, your assessment one hundred percent. It's actually a tribute to you know the entire organization. I, I mean, I know what it it takes within an organization as, as a player, coach, administrator to hang with, you know, um, such tough losses that they had, you know, you, 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 you can revisit the last year and a half, all of the games that they were right there. And it wasn't that they got beat as they beat themselves, you know, rather it was a busted coverage. It was a, um, a mistake on the offense, um, um, inconsistencies in scoring territory to see that all that transformation, change, to see where they are today. Um, Actually, it's good for football. It's good for the NFL um, to see it. And when you you look at them as a team, okay, they're as good as any team, AFC and NFC. When you look at their offense, their offense uh, is as complete and as versatile as any offense in football. That means Philadelphia, Kansas City, Buffalo, you know, pick the best ones that that you believe are. And this is how I look at it. I, I, I study the whole league. I don't just study the Lions and Steelers, and that's it. So I compare them to what other offenses are doing, Cincinnati's offense. When you look at an offense, this is what it takes to win a championship. Okay, You have to have a lot of phases to your offense. You can't be one-dimensional, and that means even – Let's say you have a lot of phases in your passing game, but you have no running attack. At some point, that deficiency is probably going to get exposed. Um, let's say you run the football up, but you're deficient in the passing game, i.e., the Ravens. You're going to get exposed. Um, they don't have deficiencies. You know with their blend of offense. Uh, in fact, it was interesting, you know, studying them against Jacksonville. Um, it was probably the first game I can remember them playing in the last year and a half since Dan Campbell has taken over where they started out on first and 10 in a variety of ways. Now, they used to start out first and 10, we're going to run the ball all the time. You know, in second and 10, we're going to try to follow that up and then try to keep a manageable third down and get that. Well, shoot, now they line up from first and 10, you might get get a passing look to come at you. They might do that for a couple of downs, you know, to wherever that takes them. Uh, Well, they might run it. I mean, and how they go about running it—it's going to be different, you know. Strong side, weak side, passing game. It could be short, intermediate, vertical. You know, like you know, Jared Goff has never played this good of football. Not even when they went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. He's not—he's never played like this, um, which is a, a credit to him and his resiliency to you know stay with it. Um, so it's exciting to see. You know, I I'm, I'm hopeful that they they can win through win out. And they went out, you know, I don't think there's any doubt they make the playoffs. Um and they have the team to do it and that should be their expectations. Um I remember in nineteen eighty nine we you know, I was playing at the studios at the time, we had probably the worst start in the history of football. Like we got beat ninety one to ten in our first two games. Okay. Um we were laughing stock at the National Football League. Then we got to the point where we kind of we won a couple and we lost and won, lost and one, and we got ourselves in a position where Chuck Noll walked in. Raced the board where all the, you know, our games are and all our stats are. He wiped the board clean. He put the four teams that were left to play. He's like, you beat these four, you're in the playoffs. And he narrowed this, you know, our vision down. Um, and I will tell you this, and we'd already gotten to where we were starting to believe in ourselves and we changed things around. And we ended up making it to the playoffs that year. You know, it was like to the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, magical things can happen at this point. You know, and this is not like. Um, and I would say overall, they're playing better football consistently than we were. You know, I really like what they do offensively. Their their blend is awesome. Um, what they're doing defensively, they, I'm telling you, it's like I don't think I've ever seen a team transition in a season quite like the Lions have. You know, their defense, their, their front seven's been outstanding. Their back end's complemented that. Um, it's just as a whole, they're just they're just really playing. Champion style football, so not not shocked that they're favored. You know, now that that's a different burden. You know, now when you're expected to win. You know, and, and that's pretty quick turnaround from you know trying to win to winning a few consistently not being expected to win. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they handle this Sunday. But they keep playing like they are, and they keep growing. Um, they will, and they they are they are better than the Vikings. They, they bring more to the table than than the Vikings bring as a team. But it'll be a close game. It's not like they're going to blow them out. I mean it's, this this especially a divisional opponent. I don't care what your record is. Divisional opponents are just a different beast. But it'll be a good game, and I think that uh, that that stadium, I don't know if that stadium will be as, as electric as it has probably been in several years. So it should be a lot of fun.
1: You know, I was there for the Jacksonville game last week, and I was stunned. There wasn't an empty seat. It was loud uh, start to finish. And, you know, the Lions from 1-6, and six, and they look like uh, at the time they were the worst team in the NFL, and that transformation in season, and it's twofold. Uh, The offense maximizing your talent, as you mentioned, and the most important thing, I think, why they are 4-1 in their last five, Merrill, is the defense. They injected all that youth uh, onto the field. Uh, They sat down some veterans, and their defense, I think, has been top 10 in the league uh, during this 4-1 stretch.
2: Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprising. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't let stats drive me, you know. But stats can confirm what I see visually. There's no doubt what they're doing defensively, because um, the offense is playing so well, kind of gets forgotten. What they doing is they what their front seven is doing against the run and getting pressure on the quarterback. As just from that perspective, as good as anybody in football. What they're doing on the back end and how they're complementing that is as good as anybody in football. Uh, It's a complete antithesis of what, you know, I can think of a few games that they lost specifically due to just busted coverages, you know, last year and this year early on, you know, and how out of sync they were, um, not just in the secondary, but as a defense. And um, that that has clearly changed um, drastically. I mean, they play championship defense. There's no doubt about that. You know, Mario, you
1: mentioned that they're better than the Vikings, yet you look at the Vikings and you see their lead offensive weapons uh, with Cook, with Phelan, with Jefferson and the former uh, Lions tight end T.J. Hawkinson. They got Kirk Cousins, who's, you know, yeah. in the upper half of QBs in the NFL. Why are the Lions better and why on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, are they favored to win on Sunday?
2: Well, I actually think their passing game is a little more complete. You know, that's then that's what gets lost and and I think well not think. Jared Goff's playing better. I mean Kirk Cousins did not play that well. Has not played that well the last couple of weeks. Um he's been very erratic and you know, missed a lot of a lot of throws. Um, do they have the playmakers that you just mentioned? And sure they do. Um would you say the Lions have playmakers that people know? No, but they got playmakers. Okay, I mean you better walk 14 to wear you out. Okay. I don't, I don't care who's covering him. That guy got their hands full, you know, 14 probably, um, you know, um, probably one of the most improved wide receivers I've seen in football, you know, and what he has been able to do, they, how their offensive the line plays, the protection they're getting. Um, I think all of those things favor the lines in this one. And then honestly, um, golf, the way he's played compared to cousins over the last month has been superior. Um, and that needs to that needs to continue, um, but if it's continued, then you know they're going to they have they'll be able to control this game like they have really done for the most part. You know, even in the Buffalo game, it wasn't like they're ever so far out of it. You know, that breaks had to get them back in it. Um, so they keep doing that and defensively controlling the light of scrimmage. I say it all the time. You know, offensive. Offense. If the offense will control the line of scrimmage, you're going to win games. If the defense controls the line of scrimmage, you're going to control your opponent. So when, you both, when both of them are doing that, and that's ultimately what they've been doing in this last five weeks, you know, you're going to be there right at the end. I don't care who you play. I don't care who you play. I don't care where you play. If you keep doing that.
1: You know, one thing about the Lions, too, and he got a few stabs, but uh, the deep threat of Jamison Williams... You talk about adding another piece uh, to an offense, like you mentioned, playing as good as anybody in the league right now. I'll be curious if they held on to those plays for the Minnesota game on Sunday. So lines trending in the right direction. Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, former insider on the NFL Breakdown Show on ESPN, joins us every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour uh, here on the huge show across Michigan I know Baker Mayfield, the way he played last night, uh, that win hurt the Lions because they got uh, the Rams' number one pick in the Stafford deal. I just want to get your thoughts on Mayfield and what he did on less than 48 hours uh, with the playbook, with the team, with the Rams. Everybody said uh, he was done. He had nothing left in the tank. And what he did last night with his team down 16-3 was a borderline NFL miracle Maybe uh, as much on Mayfield's uh, performance, but also the poor coaching on the Raiders' side.
2: Well, it, it's usually a mixture. You know, I, I think it's a, it's credit for, you know, everybody, you know, a comment was made, you know, you know, it looks like you don't need training camp, mini camp. Okay, Baker Mayfield has been playing all year long. Okay, so don't, let's not act like he hasn't played all year long. Now it's a whole different story if he just came off the street and did that. He's been playing all year long. So... Um, Let's not discredit the the value being seasoned, how you have to play. What the real, probably the the greatest story in that thing is how they were able to maximize whatever they could in the playbook in 48 hours, what he could really grasp and that you felt comfortable in calling, Um, which probably speaks to a couple of things. Sometimes you overthink things and you overcoach things. You know, you, you trick yourself versus, um, and I, I'll tell you this, I played for Chuck Dole, and there was, I bet you 90% of what we did every Sunday, they knew we were going to do. And we were so good at it, you weren't going to be able to stop us. And that's kind of how, you know, that's like, listen, everybody, there's, like the Lions, they don't switch, they don't change their complete offense and walk in and play, you know. The Vikings are going to have a pretty good idea what they do, okay? Um the Lions have got a pretty good idea of what the Minnesota Vikings do. And I in a division, it's really critical. You try to create a couple of wrinkles, break a tendency to make you leave, maybe get you an explosive play. But at the end of the day, you gotta execute the things you've been doing all year long. So it was a credit to what they whatever they could take from the playbook. And he was able to um have some, some keep in mind, he has experience in this league. So, you know, it's just about understanding the language and transitions. Uh, trans- uh, translating the language into things that he's already been running. They just call it a little differently. It wasn't like these are new plays or he never thrown a fade or he never thrown a dig or a post. I mean, he's been doing all of that. Um, it's, it's how they were able to create a game plan for him and terminology-wise so that you could execute quickly. You know, that was probably, that was the most impressive part of part of what they did. And, you know, those plays that... Um, and, uh, you know, it's good for Baker. You know, Baker's been running around. I like him coming out of Oklahoma. Um, but he has, you know, his, his deficiencies of being able to throw the football consistently down the field and outside the numbers became an issue all of a sudden. You know, you could tell, and he just couldn't make throws. I mean, he was you could tell his body, he was hesitant to th- make throws. And gosh, when you're in that position, it's hard to hard to win in the National Football League when you have those limitations. Um, you know, like two was going through that. I mean, people are starting to figure him out. That you know, you take that square box away inside the numbers, and 15 yards, you force him outside the numbers and down the field and reset his feet. He's a whole different guy. But that's how he was in Alabama. You know, he was he struggled, really struggled throwing the football in those situations. And people are forcing him into that. You know, and so it'd be interesting to see how that goes. But it was it was good to see. You know what they did. You know, and, and how he did it. And, you know, it sure made it for an interesting game when it looked like it was going to be a dud.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, man coverage at the end by the Raiders. They they didn't trust that Mayfield uh, could get the ball off or get it there. So it's the NFL. Anything can happen uh, on any given day. Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, he joins us every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour here on the Hughes Show across Michigan. Good stuff as always today, Merrill. Enjoy the football this weekend. And we'll talk next week. You got a pal. Take care, All right. Mar- yeah, Merrill right. Mar- yeah, Mar- Haas checking in on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. By the way, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE. When you sign up, you'll always get the promo hookups, and you can get in on the NFL action on Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday. Just use code HUGE. After you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you'll sign up. H-U-G-E will get you the promo hookups.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit This show is HUGE
1: it's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, 2, top
3: play! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE H-U-G-E. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Week 14 of the season as the Lions play in one of their two final games at home this Sunday as they host the NFC North Divisional leader, the Minnesota Vikings. The Lions coming in red hot. Winners of four of their last five and Minnesota will present a golden opportunity as Detroit still mathematically remains in the hunt for the playoffs. Minnesota's 10-2 on the season, 4-1 and on the road, and the Lions probably should have won their first matchup earlier in the year in Minneapolis, so it does feel like a little bit of a revenge game for the Honolulu Blue and Silver. What's even better is the Lions' defense, which from weeks 9 through 13 leads the NFL in completion percentage against at 57.4, interceptions with 7, and is second in passer rating against at 74.9, a much different team than former Spartan Kirk Cousins faced the first time around in week 3.
1: Hey, it's Anthony Bellino from X's and Bro's, and we at the Michigan
3: Sports Network, in partnership with Eagle Casino and Sports, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort are sending you on the maze and blue trip of a lifetime. Our Fiesta Bowl giveaway includes round-trip airfare for two, a three-night stay at the Andaz Scottsdale Resort, access to all Alumni Association events with transfers, two tickets to the Fiesta Bowl featuring number 2 Michigan against number 3 TCU, and a post-game meal to follow. Make this New Year's a New Year's to remember. To enter, simply text the keyword GOBLUE to 21000 that's Go Blue to 21000. Must be 21 years of age or older to enter. One entry per number. Winner selected on Wednesday, December 14th at noon Eastern. For full details and information, visit MichiganSportsNetwork.com. Text the keyword Go Blue to 21000. And we'll see you on New Year's Eve in the desert. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock. Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids featuring the Michigan State Spartans. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Loved at the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. By Poland with a shot, he scored. And Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best.
2: Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use promo code HUGE when you sign up uh, to get in on all the promo hookups and also all the NFL action coming up on Sunday, Sunday night. And Monday, use that promo code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also a co host on the Detroit Lions podcast. He joins us here on the DraftKings NFL uh, Power Hour. It is interesting, Jeff, to look across uh, the NFL landscape and see all the different stories out there that are connected to injuries, teams that are overachieving, and teams that are underachieving. Uh, What sticks out to you as we head into another weekend of NFL action? You know,
4: I I think we're starting to see a few of the teams that we thought were going to be good that aren't good. And this is sort of the end of the time where you can say, "Okay, we can salvage our season. Uh, The Chargers are a great example of that. They're, They're a team that you can see, okay, they can make a little bit of a playoff run, but I don't know, you know, the the Browns against the Bengals big game this weekend like the, Bra- the Bengals are playing good football Beng- right the now Bengals are playing right now they're the best team in the AFC uh because you've seen Buffalo falter a little bit they're still really good but Cincinnati has put it together their offensive for all the crap their offensive line takes given a 5 sacks in the last 4 games last time they played Cleveland which was the fifth game ago they gave up 6 so they they have figured out some things there. Joe Burrow's getting a little bit more conscious about getting the ball out. That's a game though. The Browns were really really hopeful that they could get back to Deshaun Watson and have enough momentum and, and enough wins to carry them in. That ends if the, if they don't beat Cincinnati this week. And that look they've won five in a row against Cincinnati. That that's a game to watch because if the Bengals. If they stay hot the way they are and and can beat a team that's had their number for a long time and and matches up well with them, then you're looking at Cincinnati being the... Look, Kansas City's the glamour team, but hey, Cincinnati's beaten them three times in a row. Uh, In fact, they have beaten Patrick Mahomes three times in 2022 already. They beat him in the last game of last year, they beat him in the playoffs, and then they beat him... uh, Was it last week? Yeah, last week. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, I'm, I'm watching the Bengals pretty closely because that's a team they are. I don't want to say that the, the that the Lions are similar to them, but you see where they're at and they're like a year ahead in the schedule of their rebuild. And you see how that's going for them. And it, it makes me optimistic. Look, I'm from Cleveland. Like I do not root for Cincinnati, but I like their team and I like the way that they've come together and added pieces around a very young core. And they're doing a really good job of that. Their their general manager, who happens to be the owner's daughter, is doing a really good job. Of, uh, they are figuring it out um, almost in spite of an ownership uh, that's been a problem for them for a long time. And uh, that's, again, if you're a Lions fan, like, I don't think you should have any complaints at all about the current ownership. But the past ownership, you better believe you should, you should probably unload on that a little bit. Uh, the, the further back you go, the worse it gets. But uh, the 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 way that they've been able to turn around, um, and then you look at like a team like Houston, where their ownership is just like if you think that the Ford family is bad, just go just take a very 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 small surface look at what the McNair family is, and uh, you'll feel a little bit better about the Fords.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the AFC, and it's really a battle for who gets home field advantage. And you you go to the Bengals, uh, the Chiefs, uh, you look at Buffalo. Uh, even Baltimore's in the home field advantage conversation, uh, with four losses going into this weekend. Uh, there, there are a lot of storylines there that a lot of people start to lean one way or another. And if the Bengals could grab home field advantage, uh, that is a pretty good place to play in Cincinnati. Uh, I like the battle, you know Miami. Are they legit? We'll see. We will. We will yeah. definitely see yeah.
4: about that because this is another
1: big game. They did not look good last week uh, against San Francisco. I right. don't know if it's sustainable. There's still something about Miami that you know I haven't bought in. The, the totally fact, on the Dolphins. The fact that their defense gave up the way it did against San
4: Francisco and Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, coming in for for beautiful Jimmy G and and his broken foot and and making them look. He made the Dolphins' defense look bad. Like, that's, I, now I know they, I know the, the ers scored a late defensive touchdown that made the score a little bit more lopsided. But, you know, for all the talk about Tua and, and, you know, Jalen Waddle and, and Tyreek Hill being fantastic, their defense has, has, shown some vulnerabilities and that's, that's where they're running into the trouble. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at them to see if they can keep up with the Bills. Um, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, week to week with the knee. Uh, they didn't miss a beat last week. Let's see how they can handle that. That they're a team. They've got some ugly losses on their their resume this year. I I am having trouble trusting them. So yeah, this is this is sort of a validation weekend because again, you got a lot of these teams that are playing games that they probably should win, but you don't know if they will. And uh, th- this is a good weekend to sort that out. The, by the way, the Lions and the Vikings both fit into that category. Uh, it's a game where the Lions have been playing great for for so long. Can we see them sustain it against a very good opponent? You know, and that they have traditionally been playing very closely against. They're, the last four games between these two teams has been decided by a total of ten points. Minnesota, can they can they keep it going against a team that's
1: you know on the come up? Like there's a lot of that going on this week. Uh, Lions would be a game out if they were in the AFC South. They'd be a game behind. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. 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 No, no. I'm talking uh, oh. Tampa Bay. Oh, oh, Tampa Bay, yeah. The oh. NFC South. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Not, yeah. not AFC oh, South. Oh, yeah. And, NFC and, South. They they would be a game behind uh, Tampa Bay. And the, there's very little question that the Lions are a better team going forward. I mean, they got a 45 year old quarterback. Brady just seems yeah. frustrated. They got a miracle gift because New Orleans. Oh, my coaching goodness. And play calling, uh, just giving that game away. Uh, the guy, the guy runs out of bounds when he could have ran for the first down, and that was just a a miracle and a huge loss uh, for the Saints. Devastating. I, I mean, I I just I Brady seems frustrated, and I get man, you got the divorce and the high profile thing uh, with Giselle going on. They just uh, Bowles they, is not uh, he's Therians, not, he's not uh, the right kind of coach no, for them. I, no, and, he, well, he's what you said earlier, where he's. Uh, a, a great coordinator, great coordinator, uh, but not a head coach. You said that earlier in the show. Yeah, because yeah, I'm looking at Philly, and I know they've hit some bumps here, and they you know lost to Washington, had to rally to beat the lowly Colts. Uh, you get late into an NFL season, and guys are hurt, they're tired. Then they get their second win, but they are 11 and one. I think with home field advantage, there'll be a tough out for anybody to go into Philly and beat them. Uh, Cowboys are sitting there. As a team that you know could end up winning, you know, thirteen games and, and be a wild card or something, they'll they'll have to
4: go on the road to San to uh, to either San Francisco or Tampa Bay to play their
1: first round game.
4: Yeah, that's uh, where, they could they could realistically have five more wins than the team that they're playing
1: against. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's wild, and I don't look at the Vikings as an NFC champion type team. Uh, Niners with that defense, but again, it comes down to health and. Will they have Jimmy G uh, during the playoffs? If they don't, I don't see them. So this really is setting up for not, nothing's easy in the NFL playoffs. But it no, really sir. looks like the Eagles.
4: E- e- the Eagles. I, I feel good about the Eagles. I feel good about the Bengals too. That's that's like if I had to pick today, if you asked me who I would say would be in the Super Bowl, uh, give me give me Philly and Cincy. And uh, I, I,
1: I, I I don't know if Buffalo has home field advantage. They're going to be tough. they, they are in, in Buffalo and yeah. upstate New York in January. yeah There's too many of the teams that
4: feel like to go back to Sanford Bay for a second. You, you talk about why a team's not successful. They run the ball on first down more than all but two other teams. They have the worst yards per carry on first down by over a full yard of any team in the league. Like play to your strengths. You know, you, you, you cannot run the ball. You keep proving that, but you keep doing it. Like maybe, maybe mix it up. Maybe let Tom Brady pass a little bit on first down.
1: So you got, you got a second and three instead of a second and nine. You got Tom Brady. Let, let him throw 40 times a game. I don't care. I, I, I go back to New England. He would throw to set up the run. Yeah, that's absolutely. how they did it, and I just, even if it's throwing to your running backs out of the backfield, you know, where you got James
4: White getting 100 catches. They're a year.
1: They're, they're not going to do. They're anything. a poorly coached team. I mean, it's really easy to look to the NFC and say, uh, and I'm not going to go with the Vikings that it's about the Niners with a healthy Jimmy G in the playoffs uh, could go into Philly and be the only team that could beat the Eagles. Yeah, in my mind, I, I'm that, with that's you on that. with a healthy Jimmy G at quarterback. Yeah. I, I wouldn't rule out Washington just Cowboys because they Cowboys going into in no. Philly. I wouldn't rule that out either. Yeah, yeah. Dallas. Pass rush, Dallas right?
4: is yeah Dallas. If if they're getting the turnovers on defense, if if you know Trayvon Diggs is being an asset instead of a liability in coverage, then then they're they're really good because they can bring heat. Uh, it's not just Micah Parsons. They got the rookie Sam Williams on the other side. That guy is underappreciated. He doesn't have the sack numbers. He's really really good at. at being sort of the, uh, you know, like you, you, when, you, when you do the stage hunt and you, you have the guy chasing the, the, the animal out so you can shoot it, like, he's really good at that, and then Michael Parsons is really good at finishing it off.
1: they they got a nice little thing going with that. Uh, his name is Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com. You can follow LionsWire Twitter, Facebook, follow Risden on Twitter. Uh, at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can listen weekly on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast. He's joining us on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Remember to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups and get in on the NFL action this weekend. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use code HUGE when you sign up. Jeff, good stuff today in studio, and we'll talk next week. Sounds great. Thanks for having me in. All right, Jeff Risden joining us on the
0: DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonuses when you sign up through the BetMGM Refer-A-Friend program. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just sign in in your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable site credit. Site credits expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Excludes Michigan disassociation
1: Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be on the join at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile.
3: Saturday, December 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th, one player every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. scores $500 in premium play. At 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
0: Find deals you can believe in at Meyer. Right now, save $10 on your next in-store purchase with coupon printed at checkout when you spend $100 or more. And get Meyer Spiral Sliced Half Ham for 89 cents per pound. Limit two fashion or winter boots or slippers for the family or buy one get one for a dollar when you shop in store and december home lifelike trees are 40 percent off find everything you need for the holidays and get the same low mire prices no matter how you shop exclusions apply see all the deals in the Meyer app you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network
1: we we'll check in with our good friend Tom Rosenbach, managing partner at Bean Garter, one of America's top accounting and business firms based in downtown GR. Now they're stronger than ever with their partner with Doran Mayhew from the east side of the state. And Tom, a longtime partner and also official auditors of the Beat Huge Contest, my pro football picks. You can beat my picks and have a shot at that $1,500 in cash you have until uh, Sunday morning every week through the big game to play at huge show.net. also Tom, takes my picks uh, against the spread Uh, in college football. We've done it for years, and Tom is standing by here on the HUGE show across Michigan. Welcome back, Tommy.
2: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, so uh, where are we at on the Beat HUGE contest right now in terms of entries so far this season? Yeah,
4: through Week 13, we're pushing 5,000 entries. Wow. well ahead of last year's pace for getting over 400 people a week that are playing, and we've got about 1,700 winning
2: Winning uh, submission so far, so you got a good chance of winning at fifteen hundred
1: dollars. Yeah, people can uh, enter every week Thursday night game as a freebie. You have until Sunday morning uh, to play for three or for free through the big game in February at the dot uh, How have I been on my pro football picks against the spread? I've
4: been doing well. You're uh, about one hundred fourteen and seventy nine, you're
1: sixty four percent. Wow, wow! And, and how? And yeah. what's and what's my number on the college uh, picks okay. against the spread?
4: Yeah, it's a couple of weeks when I was traveling there, but you're 43 and 30 in the college picks. So,
1: yeah, having a good year. Yeah, and, and what I'm going to do with you uh, today is I'm going to go through and make my bowl picks against a spread uh, through the college football playoff, and we'll knock those out and. Uh, before the bowl season begins. And uh, I'll give you all my picks. Are you ready?
0: Great. I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah. And, and we'll end with, you know, the college football playoff, including Michigan. Uh, so here we go with my bowl picks against the spread with Tom Rosenbach, the managing partner from Bean Garner. Uh, Miami of Ohio is getting 10 and a half from UAB. I think UAB will win this game by three touchdowns. Alabama, Birmingham, I like them. Minus 10 and a half. Troy and... Uh, University of Texas, San Antonio. They're UTSA is a pretty darn good football team, and they're getting a point in this game. I'll take UTSA plus one. Okay. Uh, Louisville has a new coach. Jeff Brom is leaving Purdue, yeah. uh, going back to the school he played at. Cincinnati, uh, they, they have a new coach, or will have a new coach with Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin. Cincinnati is getting points in this game. I think I'm going to take... Uh, Cincinnati uh, plus a two in that bowl matchup. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Right. I, I like that. Uh, Florida is getting 10.5 against Oregon State. I I think that's too many points against Oregon State. I'm going to take Florida plus 10.5. Okay. Uh, Fresno State is giving Washington State three points. They shouldn't be giving Washington State three points. I'm taking Washington State plus three on our bowl picks. Okay. Rice plus seven against Southern Miss. Uh, I'm going to take Southern Miss minus a seven. They actually play pretty good defense. Uh, SMU giving BYU three. Uh, I like BYU plus three in this game. Okay. Uh, Boise State minus ten against North Texas. I like Boise State minus ten. Great. Yeah, Marshall minus ten against UConn. This might be my lock of a bowl season. Yeah. I think Marshall wins that game by minimum three touchdowns. I'll take Marshall minus ten. Yep. Uh, Eastern Michigan plus three and a half against San Jose State. I like San Jose State minus the three and a half. Okay. Uh, Toledo minus five against Liberty. I know Hugh Freezer coach is off uh, to Auburn, uh, but I do like uh, Liberty plus five in this game. Yeah, they've had a good year. Yep. Uh, South Alabama minus eight against Western Kentucky's Uh, South Alabama plays a little defense, but I like Western Kentucky's offense. I'll take Western Kentucky plus the eight. Okay. Uh, Air Force plus six and a half against Baylor. I really like Baylor uh, minus six and a half in this game. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Missouri plus one against Wake Forest. I'll take Wake Forest uh, minus a one. Uh, Houston minus six and a half against Louisiana Lafayette. I love Houston minus six and a half. San Diego State minus seven against Middle Tennessee. San Diego State plays some defense. I like the Aztecs minus a seven. Uh, Bowling Green and New Mexico State in Detroit in that quick lane bowl matchup, which is just an unbelievable uh, matchup. Uh, New Mexico State plus two and a half. I'm going to take uh, New Mexico State in this game. Uh, Georgia Southern minus three and a half against Buffalo. Uh, I like. Uh, Buffalo plus three and a half yeah yeah Utah State plus seven against Memphis uh I'll take Utah State plus a seven uh East Carolina minus ten and a half against coastal Carolina I'll take coastal Carolina plus a ten mm-hmm. and a half okay Oklahoma State plus three against Wisconsin I'll take that all day uh, Oklahoma yeah. State plus three uh Oregon minus thirteen and a half against North Carolina they may put 70. On the Tar Heels, I like Oregon, minus 13 and a half. Uh, University of Central Florida, this is one of my big picks. Uh, Plus one. They're an underdog against Duke. Uh, These are our bowl game picks. I love Central Florida. Uh, Plus one. Uh, Kansas, plus three against Arkansas. I'll take Arkansas, minus the three. Uh, Old Miss, minus three against Texas Tech. I'll take Texas Tech, plus the three. Minnesota minus 7 against Syracuse. I'll take Syracuse plus a 7. Oklahoma plus 7.5 against Florida State. I'll take Florida State minus a 7.5. Texas minus 6 against Washington. I'll take uh, the Longhorns there. Maryland from the Big Ten minus 1.5 against North Carolina State. I'll take North Carolina State. Pitt plus 6.5 against UCLA. I'll take uh, UCLA. Uh, South Carolina plus two-and-a-half against Notre Dame. Uh, I'll take South Carolina to win this game. Uh, they, okay. they play great at the end of the year, beat Clemson and Tennessee. Uh, Clemson minus six-and-a-half against Tennessee. I like Clemson in that game. K-State plus two-and-a-half against Alabama. Man, I think it's up to three-and-a-half now. I'll take Alabama minus three-and-a-half all day yeah. against yeah. K-State. Wow. Right. Uh, Iowa, minus two against Kentucky. I'll take Kentucky to win that game.
0: Okay.
1: Illinois, uh, minus two against Mississippi State. Uh, I'll take Mississippi State to win that game. Okay. Uh, Purdue, plus ten against LSU. I'll take Purdue, plus ten. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tulane, plus one and a half against USC. Only one and a half. I'll take USC. Okay. I know the quarterback probably doesn't play, or, or if he does, but I, I like that number. Uh, Utah minus two and a half against Penn State. That, that's going to be a great bowl matchup yeah. in the Rose Bowl. I like Utah minus two and a half. And, so do I, yeah. And then let's go to uh, the picks. Uh, let's get to them right now. Ohio State plus six and a half against Georgia. The money is going on the Buckeyes. I'm taking Georgia minus six and a half. Okay. Michigan is down to minus eight against TCU. It was plus nine and a half on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board to begin. I like Michigan minus the eight. And here's what was interesting on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board, Tommy. They also have the forecasted championship game matchups. On what if they get there, and they have Ohio State as a three-point favorite over Michigan. Whoa. Yeah, how about that? Uh, They have Ohio State as a ten-and-a-half-point favorite over TCU in the title game. And they have Georgia as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over Michigan. So, uh, I'm not going to make those picks yet, but it was just interesting to see those on the DraftKings. That's true. Sportsbook app, big board. Tom, man, I'm so glad... Uh, that you're doing better. Uh, good to hear your voice here on the yeah. HUGE show across Michigan. And we'll talk next week, my man. Yeah, I'm
0: looking forward to it. Sorry, I've
4: been out a little bit, but uh, I'm looking forward to both season. So we'll talk next week. Sounds
1: good, my man. Happy holidays. Yeah, yeah, all, right, all right. Tom Rosenbach, managing partner at Bean Garter, uh, joining us here on the HUGE show across Michigan inside our DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Remember, try and beat my pro football picks. Every week you could win $1,500 in cash from Tom and his team You have until Sunday morning to play every week at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.